News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Gardaí are to dramatically ramp up the practice of travelling to international airports to ensure those seeking refuge in Ireland are boarding planes with the correct travel documents. This also follows comments by Minister for Justice Simon Harris last week that the government is working to accelerate the processing of asylum applications, including the deportation of people deemed ineligible to remain here in Ireland. I was joined a little earlier this morning by the CEO of Durst, John Lannan, on all of this. Uh, John, what do you make of this? Good morning. Um, yeah, indeed, the Gardaí ramping up the practice of travelling to international airports to check travel documents, checking at the bottom of aircraft if people get off Dublin Airport, would appear to be intended as a deterrent for people coming to Ireland to seek international protection. And our concern is that this could potentially block access to the only escape that some people have from persecution or war. We know from our work that there are many cases where people have no choice but to use false documentation to get to safety. Now, it is important to remember that everyone has the right to seek international protection. And in fact, the International Protection Act 2015 here in Ireland states that any person who is at the frontier of the state or is in the state, either lawfully or unlawfully, may make an application for international protection. But John, I I suppose the concern is this is in order to board a plane somewhere to get to Ireland, they must have shown documentation. And the fact that they don't have documentation when they arrive here is indicative in some people's minds of the fact that they are coming from places that are safe. People who come from safe countries may well be at risk as well. And they too have the right and very often the need to seek international protection. Um, And it is particularly important that we all, including the government, avoid language that suggests that any international protection applicants are illegal or that they're economic migrants. They are in Ireland legally. Their application for asylum will be processed by the Department of Justice. Okay, so you're saying that irrespective of whether or not they achieve um, refugee status, they're all asylum seekers by default or by definition. Is that what you're saying? Asylum seekers have made applications um, to be recognised as refugees and may, after due process is followed by the Department of Justice, be granted that status or they may be granted subsidiary protection or they may be granted leave to remain. For the duration of that process, they are in Ireland legally. Um, I would have to say we do need more resources now to process asylum applications fairly and properly. Minister Harris has said that the government has given extra money to the International Protection Office to hire staff to ensure quicker processing times. That's um, positive news. Um, The tribunal that's responsible for hearing appeals also has less resources than it has in 2019, and that's where the effort needs to be put in. Okay, and for more on this, we're joined now by Ainthu leader Padder Tobin. Uh, Padder, you heard what, what, what John Lannan of Duras had to say there, that if we start looking for documents from people, we might put off people who are <clears throat> genuine uh, in their case. Well, first of all, most people want to help um, those who are fleeing from war, violence uh, and hunger. And we do have a responsibility to do that. But we, we have a responsibility to do it in a sustainable fashion um, and a sensible fashion as well. And, you know, the figures that I've received over the last uh, couple of weeks from the government in terms of parliamentary questions are incredible. And we have a situation now where it's taking a year and a half on average to process an application. Some people are waiting, you know, three years for their applications to be processed. And actually there's an individual in the process that's waiting 14 years 
for their application to be processed. That is extraordinary and a shambles, I think it's fair to say. It is. So what we need to make sure is that when people come to to, to the state, you know, within six months they have their application processed and we adjudicate whether they really need help or they don't. And the truth of the matter is, there, is, there are people who are uh, using the process as economic migrants uh, to come to the country. And given the pressure that we have on uh, in terms of not being able to even provide housing for, for real asylum seekers, um, we need to be able to identify uh, who needs help and who doesn't. And do you and, think this you know, idea it, that the guards will go to overseas uh, airports checking documents before people fly into the country, that, that that is a helpful thing? Because if they don't, if they have the documents there, then they should have the documents here. Yeah, I think so. Like, we have a situation where there's more people arriving, seeking asylum without travel documents uh, in this state than are arriving in the Netherlands, for example. And the Netherlands has a population of about three times our state. And so last year we had 5,000 people arrive without any travel documents uh, or on false documents. And that was 40% of the process. And it, takes, it, it costs 18,000 euros to accommodate an asylum seeker for one year. So, you know, you're talking about roughly 141 million euros to accommodate people who are coming without travel documents or false documents. Now, that's not to say all of those uh, are in in any way false applicants. All we're saying is we need to adjudicate faster uh, and more efficiently who needs help and who doesn't. Because, you know, (laughs) we're not going to be able to to deal with the numbers that the government are talking about. The government are talking about this year 180,000 people coming to the state. Um, And, you know... That is not going to be feasible uh, if we're not able to... 180,000. Reports in the, in the newspapers have, have suggested um, that 180,000 That would be more people, than a doubling of last year. That's, that's what they're saying. Now, in, in my view, um, you know, there's, there's an issue of physics here. Um, if, if you're building 30,000 houses a year, there's no way you can bring in 180,000 people a year. It's just impossible uh, in terms of practicalities in, in, in that regards. But that's the okay. estimates of the number of applications that could happen All right. uh, this year. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. Uh, that was Ainthu leader Padra Tobin and earlier uh, CEO of Duras, John Lannan. Let us know what you think. Um, we know the situation. We know that we it was in excess of 80,000 uh, migrants or, or refugees or asylum seekers or those seeking international protection came in last year up to 180,000 this year what needs to happen uh, uh, how, do, how do we manage this and get it right uh, I, I think is probably the question this morning 53106 at a cost of centre tweet us tweet us at the show we always like to hear from you on Twitter as well at NT Breakfast News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.